Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the AO Chill Podcast. My name is Beto. My name is Flo. And welcome to episode 10 of our podcast. Yes, welcome back to the podcast where we talk about community, music, sports, our own mini segments, and our main topic, which today is relationship pending. But before we get into all of that, let's introduce our guest for today, Alisa. What's good, yo? What's good? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. So she will be part of our first guest ever that will be part of our episode. full podcast yeah, yeah i'm excited thanks so, guys but before we get into all of what she's gonna say what i'm gonna say what flo is gonna say let's jump into our very first segment ayo chill all right so first up we have here cardi b files files blah, cardi b files for divorce with offset and wants a full custody of her child what's your take on that Flo? yeah i don't know exactly why they're getting divorced it popped out of nowhere but um i saw that fans are thinking it's when the day he was like live streaming or something recording himself playing video games and um she asked for his phone to see shit and he went like he was he was struggling he was like oh shit where's my pocket and he put it right in there didn't give her the phone so i think he's like kind of trust maybe he's cheating what you what's your take on that liz yeah i think it's definitely trust i think she said she doesn't cook she doesn't clean but she still got that ring and he was she like whoa, no whoa, whoa 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 i mean they millionaires i mean like Yo. to be honest so when i was first like um reading into this whenever like any news comes out like this it's always so late it's usually like a month or two late right. they've already been dealing with this so like i kind of feel for it and then i think most recently i read this morning actually that on instagram she was like cardi b's a lawyer like made it seem like way more rough than when it was what it was supposed to be Mm-hmm. like um she she wanted like joint custody like they want like a peaceful divorce but regardless of whatever it is man i mean like bless them and like you know i hope everything works out he I mean, said she don't got that wop no more oh <laughs> i mean like <laughs> i mean she has a whole song dedicated to when she found out he was cheating and like how she put bleach in his cereal so i think this what is a long time coming crazy. yeah yeah so this has been going on for quite did, some time like beyonce make an album or something yeah lemonade but they're still together that's facts. Wouldn't you still be with Jay Z? Come on. No. All that money? All that lip? Bro, <laughs> be, oh wait, hold up. Beyonce got way more money than Jay Z. Well, I don't know. No, no. Jay Z. No. He owns Rock if, Nation. Bro, if, but if Beyonce, Beyonce wouldn't be losing much. Like, what what else could you buy? There's a certain amount of money Love. that you get. Where, I mean, yeah. yeah you comfort. Right. you right. <laughs> anyway, up next in our newsreel, you got Conor McGregor under in, uh, investigation for an incident exposure and sexual assault after showing his privates to a lady in a, the bathroom in, what's this, what's this, Croatia? Is that supposed to be Croatia, bro? This man's, this is fucked up. This said indecent exposure. <laughs> I don't even know, bro. It's indecent. Indecent? He said, um, what'd you say, incident? Incident? <laughs> Incident exposure, yeah, we litty with it, bro. It's okay. <laughs> we celebrating episode ten, the right? Yeah, way, we bro. are drinking a little. We're drinking a little, so we'll or see how it goes. But anyway, so basically, Conor McGregor showed his dick to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Here. Yeah, he did, and um, I think he was with his family too, which is kind of weird. And it's not his first offense, and he was actually let out of jail twenty four hours after the conviction or uh, the arrest because now he's under investigation. He punched the old man in the face at a bar. He threw a dolly at a, a tour bus. I, what else he do? He uh he fought the referee after losing his fight, and now he has a sex allegation. This dude is like ready to go to jail. You know what? I'm not I'm not surprised with any of this. Do you know who Conor McGregor is? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. You do an impression. <laughs> Put on the spot, bro. Put on the spot. Go ahead. Your, your best Conor McGregor impression. Three, two, one. Go. Stop. You're racist. <laughs> You're racist. <laughs> 
gonna say some leprechaun shit. <laughs> oh, that's what you think all Irish people are. Yeah, My dad's Irish. Thing. It's fine. Oh, that so that makes it okay. No. Are we going to argue right now? <laughs> Welcome to the argument. But anyway, so like Conor McGregor, I mean like like he's done so much fucked up shit with his life and like with his last fight that he had in the UFC, I thought he was really going to make a comeback, then but he then retired he again? he he tweets he's like I'm going to retire again. And like, you know, honestly at this point, I don't really give a fuck. Conor McGregor does not need to fight again. He has no. enough money. He has his he has his company. Like he's chilling. It's just this dumb bullshit. I have no idea what he's on. He has a temper issue. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's a problem when people who have this these anger issues and they fight for power and then they're in positions where they're fighting for a living. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think that's the healthiest way to cope with the fact that he has anger issues. Like his biggest line is what. Um, I'm gonna apologize to absolutely fucking nobody, yeah, right? Yeah, badass. Yeah, it is badass, <laughs> but, but not when you're like punching old guys in the face and showing your dick to people in bathrooms. That's, that's true. That's true. That's I fucked mean, up. Like, I mean, it is fucked up, <laughs> so. and, and it's crazy because like people like him get away with that shit. Like a lot of the time, like I don't even know how it ended up with that old guy. Like what he paid. The I guy, think he what, paid like, something. He, and he definitely paid like a large signed, the, I'm pretty sure the guy signed an NDA, yeah. so he can't talk about oh, it anymore. Wow. That's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, rich people get away with shit. But up next, from uh, going from showing dicks out in uh, <laughs> Croatia, I think that is. What is that? What, what, what country was it? Island. You have it over here. You have Cor- Cor- Corsica, whatever it says. I don't fucking know. Anyway, <laughs> up next, we have news that Kendall Jenner confirms that she is a pothead. I don't give a fuck about this. Neither do I. If she's a pothead, she should like stop with the stress and the anxiety that's in every episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Aren't they canceling that show or retiring? Yeah, they, they're getting rid of the show. And I think part of that is just because Kanye has lost his absolute fucking mind. And Oh, speaking of Kanye, he... Uh, <clears throat> He he, uh, you know, he wants to be president. Mm-hmm. And he has the ballot you have to put in at a certain time. He mm-hmm. was four seconds late in Wisconsin, and they denied him. Wow. It is what it is, yo. Honestly, I don't want Kanye doing anything. Yeah, do I. I don't trust even that, his man. shoes. Like he should until he, he his goes shoes. to his therapist and like gets his medication changed. Um, his therapist kinda. is scared I mean, of him. It's crazy <laughs> because he has such a good influence, like not good influence, but he has such an influence on people. Of course, that like sometimes I'm wrapped up in the craziness too. He'll be yeah. saying some shit, and he's like, like. He'll start off with something that I agree with. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yo, he's like, I want all of my masters for my kids. I want my kids to own a master's. Like, hell yeah, bro. Yeah. Fuck, fuck, fuck these big, these big like record labels like fucking you up. We all know like, you know, like solo is the way to go. But then he talks about some shit. He's like, I need to sit in a room with J. Cole and fucking, um, <laughs> who was the other person? <clears throat> was it J. Cole and Jay-Z? It was J. Cole and somebody else. I forget who it was. I he's like, about I that. need an apology from them right now. He's yeah. like, I'm tired yeah. of being a modern day slave. And he'll talk about some shit that I'm like, okay. I like, think the craziest thing he ever said was that, uh, what was it, Harry Tubman did free the slaves yeah <laughs> and then it was like lost in translation his, yeah. like, his new thing is that um the movie get out is about him and that chris <clears throat> jenner and kim kardashian are all about the whole get out process you know have you guys seen that movie yeah, it's a good movie yeah so they're removing his, his uh brain replacing fucking with weird. yeah so he he definitely is um he lost his marbles yeah a little bit kanye's done up Anyway, up next for our news, we have um, Louisville will pay Breonna Taylor's family a $12 million settlement in a wrongful death lawsuit. What's your take on that, Flo? Um, I think what happened was they, they had this lawsuit and then they're uh, paying the money, but they still, uh, the mom spoke out and she said that she still wants the cops who did this, uh, you know, arrested and charged. So I think, I don't know if this is like a cop out in a way, but, you know, I'm still happy for them that they got something, but, you know, still no justice. 
And what's your take on it, Eliza? Yeah, I think they're doing everything they possibly can to not arrest these officers. Um, so I don't know if money ever really solves the loss of somebody. So I can I, tell I, you firsthand experience, it does not. It does not. No matter what amount of money you get, there's nothing. Like, the amount of money might make your life easier, you know, like, but it doesn't, like, when I lost my mother, like, she left, like, you know, funds for my family. She had planned shit out, and, you know, and, you know, it left us in a place where we we're like, okay, we don't have to worry about funeral expenses and stuff like that. But would I give up my whole house and all of my possessions just to even talk to her one more time for one minute? Hell yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? $12 million is going to make her her family and the generations of her families to come, like, better, you know, but... I don't know. It doesn't like, make up it, for it, yeah. justice, justice on the mental side of stuff. What happens if your mental closure is that those mm-hmm. officers get justice? Right. So those officers don't get justice, then you're mentally fucked for the rest of your life. Right. You know, like I agree. That's just that's just my my, my view on it. I'm I'm sorry, I kind of interrupted you a little no, bit. No, I like, agree with you completely. Mm-hmm. And what about you, Flo? Do you think it's like um, you think money could have kind of replaced that? Or Absolutely like, not. I just I don't know. That's just my opinion on it. Yeah. I mean, like I just. I, w- I want to see something happen to the cops. I don't. I'm not wishing anything we bad on it. No, yeah. But you know, like, justice. As long like I can't see our justice si- uh, system fail us like again. You know, I mean, there's yeah, so many, for sure. there's so many times where it's just like terrible. But anyway, on a kind of brighter side, or maybe kind of scary side to stuff, mm-hmm. uh, scientists find possible signs of life on Venus. And also, apparently, there was a UFO in our own Patterson, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> UFO City, bro. Silk City. What's up with you? Know? Silk City. <laughs> Silk City. Yeah. Did, so did y'all see that? the did y'all yes, see the video? My grandparents worked for the silk mill. Relax. Oh shit. Yo. Shout out to But um did you guys see the videos of the of the I did see the video. The, the, fake the, uh, the blimp. Yeah, the yeah, blimp. The blimp. Yeah. The blimp. People were wild. Yeah, people, <laughs> people were pulled over on the high highway. On Route Twenty One, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody right. was just looking. I was, I was with it, bro. I mean, like, if that was a real alien, like, imagine like a that District Nine, dope. but except like District Nine, it was a huge, like, you know, like, yeah, yeah. This, this looked like some tiny, like, it looked like a balloon. Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it literally was a balloon. I don't know. I think, I think it's cool. I, I, I do. You guys believe in extraterrestrial life? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to hear about more of this life on Venus um, as they find more revelations about it because. Venus is the love planet. <laughs> so you think I'm gonna fuck an alien? <laughs> I was about to ask. Yeah. If alien came to Earth, would, would you fuck would, it? Would, would you fuck an alien? I would think about it pretty if heavily. If he was bad, if he was badass, yeah. If he was bad, I don't know how these aliens look like. I don't know. Like if, the guy from Avatar, he looked good. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if any alien could dance bachata and low key dummy thick, he was blue. I don't discriminate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> These are some bullshit. Cut that out. <laughs> And up right next, before we get into our next segment, here is a quick message from our sponsor. If you're a podcast junkie like we are, you probably thought of starting your own. I can tell you starting a podcast is one of the best decisions you can ever make. It can feel overwhelming if you don't know how to get started. Well, that is where Buzzsprout comes in. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to start your new podcast. We have used them to start our show and could not be happier. They will help get your podcast into every major streaming platform. 
like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. You also get a unique and great-looking podcast website, audio players to add to other websites, detailed analytics to see how each episode is doing and where they are listening from. Also, you get tools, tips, and guides right from Buzzsprout so you can learn the ins and outs of podcasting from the people who eat, drink, and breathe podcasts. To start your own podcast and get a $20 Amazon gift card, follow the link in the show notes to let Buzzsprout know we sent you and help support our show. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout today to get their message out to the world. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Again, a big shout out to our sponsor. They make our show possible here. And up next, we uh, we actually wanted to bring up a topic that... Eliza, you kind of brought up um, astrology. What can, what can you tell me about that? So I got into astrology probably two years ago, um, but I've always believed in it. So a basic definition is that astrology is the belief. I'm not going to call it a study because mm-hmm. not everyone's going to believe in it, obviously. But it's a belief that the solar system, so well, our solar system, um, you know, the planets, the stars, the moon, and the placements of those things have divine information and they affect human affairs and the individual. So for individuals, astrology basically affects your personality, your moods, and it's all based on the time, the place, and the day of birth and where those planets and stars and moon were all aligned. Now, I, I know people who swear by this. You right. know, they live their life to this. They wake up every morning. They read the horoscope. They do everything. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you even get into this? Because, like, I'm, I'm like, when I see, like, on Twitter, you yeah. know what I mean? Someone retweeted, like, oh, Capricorn, like, your horoscope for today. Yeah. I'll read it, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, this is cool. But I don't read it every day. Like, right. Are you the type of person that kind of, like, what, what got you into this? Um. So, I like I said, I always believed in astrology, but I got into it. I would say like two and a half years ago when I was going through a breakup because I needed answers and I just felt as though, you know, I, I'm a Catholic and that's not going to change. Because shout out I to be- Jesus. Yeah. Shout out to <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and that doesn't change. But I just felt like there were things that I was praying for or thinking about and I was like, nothing's changing and, you know, I'm not happy. So what else is going on? And I just somehow stumbled across my horoscope for that day and it was actually very meaningful to me and I just got more into it I started looking up like YouTube videos about Libra because that's my sun sign and from there I kind of just got obsessed with it that's what's up now so she's like a witch. so how now do you, I'm a witch <laughs> no. how do you feel about you know like when people tell you they're like oh that's just like you know general stuff like you know like yeah I mean so even I don't believe in it a hundred percent. Okay. Um, which is something that surprises a lot of people because I'm so into it. Um, but I think if you're a shitty person, it's not because you're a fucking Capricorn or a Leo. See, or, that's the problem. Yeah. Every time so I do some shit, they're like, oh, you're a Leo. I'm like, the well, fuck does that mean? Flo, you have See, a lot yo, of Leo exactly. tendencies. You do. But it does, But if you're like a bad person, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm so Leo. <laughs> like, no, I just think some people are bad people. But... What was the question? <laughs> I got off the well, track. You don't, you don't believe in 100%. Well, I was, I was, no. yeah, you were talking about how you don't believe in 100% and mm-hmm. kind of how you feel when people are just kind of like yeah, I mean, not believers, kind of being like, oh. Like, they're entitled to? to their opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same thing, I mean, as being a Catholic. Not everyone, people think it's crazy when I say that Jesus saved the world. 
and God is my savior and all this. They don't believe that. So I don't ever take it personal. It doesn't really bother me. Everyone's entitled to what they believe in. For me, I'm like, I, I kind of like I've always, well, more recently I've been more into astrology. Um, I've been very spiritual. I've, I've, yeah. I've connected to like myself very spiritually within the past like two years. And more starting this year, I've just like, exponentially grew like into Mm -hmm. like okay like energies you know meditation and you know like for me it's like people call it religion i call it spirituality you know what i mean like that's how kind of i see it i don't really see a difference between any of the religions like we all could come together and that's how i think about stuff um i believe in karma yin yang you know everything happens for a reason in this world and it's funny because i feel like astrology partially like kind of like instills that into like absolutely i almost i almost think about like astrology to me is like a hip daily bible yeah <laughs> yeah that's kind of i how fucking I, love yeah, that that's kind of how i see it because it's kind of like you know the bible is set in stone you know what i mean nothing yes. changes about that but rather your daily horoscopes that kind of change throughout mm-hmm. you know like not only like that like the way the moon is set the way the, mm-hmm. the right. solar system is like you know aligned they always talk about mercury and retrograde yes. um mm. you know that all affects that so tell me about so i, I i've been kind of confused because i'm a capricorn no one right. knows anything about Capricorn. Yeah, I don't like. Apparently, okay. nobody ever knows about <laughs> Capricorn. Florian obviously over there is a Leo. Yeah. Can Can you tell us a little bit more about you say like, it like that? <laughs> Just because I know you're a Leo and like it's very oh my obvious. God. So we'll start with Capricorn because Flo's getting butt hurt, which mostly I'm still. Oh my um, god. So I'm leave. <laughs> so Capricorns are an Earth sign, um, which means they're typically very grounded people. Um, their symbol is the seagoat, which is just like a horned goat. Okay. Um, nice. So, you know, That's pretty strong, stubborn people. They're probably the hardest working of the 12 signs. Um, I believe that. Yeah. yeah believe you guys that. are the most ambitious people I've ever met mm. and super practical, which is an earth sign thing. Mm-hmm. Um, You're an but with, <laughs> yeah, with that, um, because they're so hardworking, it's, al- it's almost to a fault, um, you feel like at times no one can do what I can do. So I'm just going to do it myself. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of are like that. Damn, I'm very much you like, kinda that. Are yeah, like that. Yeah, like you would rather, you know, you, oh, I know he's going to fuck it up. I might as well do it. Yeah. yeah. And so you end up kind of being so independent that at times it's hard for you to let people in. Um, yeah. 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 I, def- so, I definitely say that's that's right around the money. Yeah. Um, some of the... Like Capricorns, you guys would know are like Michelle Obama, oh, Ryan Seacrest, Denzel Washington. So good people. Mm-hmm. Um, Capricorns get a lot of shit though because they are so de- independent um, that they fail to let love in sometimes. And I, I think love you. they they get a lot of shit. Um, the women don't get as much shit as the men because the men. As a male, if you have more masculine energy in general, you're just a little less likely to let love in. Um, and the yeah. women, you know, they're they're just as hard, but women or female energy, they tend to let love in a little bit more. So let me love you. So what? What? what for example, what sign should I be looking out for? Like, you so, know, like, love can happen with anything. Right. Like, I think, so I always say all the signs can date, but some signs are just more compatible with one another. Um, for Capricorns, I always say to go for other Earth signs. So, like, Taurus, um, Virgo. 
But Virgos are very needy. And Shout I don't out to all the so, Virgos. Sorry guys. <laughs> um and I don't think Capricorns deal with that well. Like I think they're like, yo, like get off your fucking feet and do it yourself sometime. Okay. So key. I think the best sign for you would be a Taurus. I love Tauruses. My mom's a Taurus. Um, mom. Don't date my mom. She's <laughs> been married for 42 years. Um, but you guys just need another earth sign. Someone down to earth. Um, you guys don't jive that well with um, fire and air signs. Water signs you don't have too much of a problem with. So like you could date a Scorpio. Um, a Pisces, a Cancer, but I wouldn't recommend dating a fire sign like Flo is a fire sign. I'm an air sign. I'm a Libra and they don't te- seem to mesh too well with the earth signs. And so before we get into Flo and his Leoness, mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about yourself. So what's your sign? Okay. So I'm a Libra. Mm-hmm. Um, we're known as the scales. So that's our symbol. We, we are known as the scales because we're supposed to add harmony and balance into the world. Um, I don't always believe that to be true. I think part of being a scale is that sometimes you're outweighed. Um, so like the love overweighs the mind a lot of the time for Libras. Um, we're, we have this negative notion of being very indecisive and I don't think it's indecisiveness. I think it's, we want to keep the peace. So we're like, you decide or that's what the yeah, scale is. Though. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, People think this scale is supposed to be so balanced and so equal. And in reality, it kind of just shows you that a Libra can be pushed one way or the other. Um, which also makes people think sometimes that Libras are kind of fake. And I don't I don't know if I would describe it as fakeness or more as I can be pushed one way because I would rather not argue. I mm-hmm. would rather not be confronted. So, yeah, I mean, I think... Libras are one of the best signs because they're so easy to get along with. But also I see where that negativity comes in because they're pushovers. Yeah. And I definitely want to get, don't, don't forget about like, you know, cause I, I want to ask you about later when we get into our main topic about right. like who you feel your sign, because I'm very sure that you, all your past boyfriends or any relationships you've been in <laughs> recently, you probably know their signs and everything, yeah, absolutely. right? She studied them. Full birth chart. So, so that was already She's a warning her. sign there. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get to that. A little one. Of Could you tell me about uh, <laughs> Florian's uh, Flo's Leo? Yeah. yeah. So, Educate me. So Leos are known as the lion. Wow. And they're ruled by the sun. So they're a very strong sign. Um, they they represent strength. Um However, however, no, 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 they're, they're super popular. They're, they're very outgoing party. People love to have a great time, but they can be egotistical. Um, and I'm not saying all Leos because some Leos are evolved and they can, they can use that egotistical thing to just find what they're really good at and flourish in that. But a lot of the time it's more it comes off very egotistical like okay I know I got it I know I'm charming I know I can get whatever the fuck I want and um they're the sun you know they're like everyone revolves around me the world revolves around me and I think a lot of Leos get caught up in that they a lot of Leos are performers they love to be on stage they love to have the attention that's not me I don't like I don't like attention I mean but but you technically your stage is the fighting ring you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I would I would say that. You know what I mean? If I had to, if I had to connect it to anything, mm-hmm. but like I said, like I don't think these are like necessarily a hundred percent on the mark. No, I think they pay. They but pay you also, I mean. so you have, you have placement 
in every planet there is, plus Pluto, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you you have placements everywhere. So it's not just your sun sign is like your inner core, like personality. And then you have a moon sign, you have a rising, you know, how the sun was rising when you were born, stuff like that. And like you're a Sag moon. What does that mean? <laughs> Sagittarius moon and a Sagittarius rising, which is also fire. So a lot of everything about you is very passionate, very fiery. <clears throat> mm. So I think whatever you're involved in, you're like gung ho. You have to do it 110. percent I would say that's true. Yeah, I, I, I believe yeah. that about yeah. too. Damn, that's crazy. How do you feel about her her little analysis on you? Got Honestly, it's the nicest. It's the nicest thing someone said to me about being a Leo. Usually, there's like, oh, you're a Leo, you're an <laughs> asshole, you do this and that. And I'm like, that was like our first conversation, though. Yeah, you were like. I was like, what's your sign? You were like, I'm a Leo. I was like, fuck off. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to get near you. And now look, you're sitting right here. Oh, look, friendship. Fuck. Well, real (laughs) quick, guys. Um, in the spirit of everything that's going on real quick, you know, ending our little astrology segment, I didn't want to share a quick uh, personal story to kind of introduce our next sponsor for today. Um, so I was looking through my late mother's things and I found this bookmark she had and had a quote from Dr. Seuss. And it said, the more you read, the more things you will know, the more that you learn, the more places you'll go. And I'm very sure that y'all are like familiar with that stuff. My mom always told me that reading was important because uh, she came from poverty in Peru and she would tell me things uh, like always that she was like a level behind and and that she never listened to anybody about reading and she always struggled with it. And I remember with the last years, you know, of her life, she was always reading. She always had a book. She always was writing notes. And that was just not me, like growing up. Like growing up for me, like, you know, any assignments, like every book they gave me, internet. <laughs> Find out like the answers, whatever. Stuff like that. Summaries and shit like that. And actually, I never really got into like any real books. Like my favorite books up until like maybe like last year were like, uh, if you take your mouse to school, bro. Like, that was like the most <laughs> literal thing. Kid. Yeah, diary. I read the diary of the Whip kids. I read Captain Underpants, that but never good. any really serious books. Mm-hmm. But recently, I got into this book. It's called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And one of um, I kind of started reading it at the beginning of this year just to kind of find out, you know, like how to be a better person. What right. can I do to be more personable? And like, you know, kind of getting into this podcast as well. And one of the tips for that book is to read every chapter twice. Now, it's already hard for me to get into the chapter once. So what I kind of found to do that is kind of just to listen to the audiobook, which brings us to our sponsor, Audible. Yeah, Audible is a cool website by Amazon. Um, they, they're they really the big main source of audiobooks, uh, spoken word entertainment, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs, news, business, and self-development. Um, how it works, you could download titles, listen offline, anytime, anywhere. The app is free and can be installed on smartphones and tablets. You can listen across devices without losing your spot. If you can't decide what you want to listen to, don't worry. You could keep your credits because you get one credit a month to download a new book and two free uh, Amazon originals. And I'm actually using it to read the Headspace Guide of Meditation and Mindfulness by Andy uh, Pudicombe, who is a Buddhist monk, because I'm big into meditation. And it's great that I don't have to like sit down and read and look word for word. I could walk around, walk my dog, and just hear him talking in the background. And it gets me through the day because I wasn't big on reading either. But this really helps, and it can help you too. If you look at the show notes, you could click the link and try one month for free from by us. Show the support to the show, and um, yeah, yeah. So shout out to Audible for sponsoring us. Like I, the, the fact that we're getting sponsored by Audible is ridiculous. Yeah, bro. Awesome. I can't even imagine that this is happening. But now moving on to our main topic of the evening, of the morning, of the afternoon, whenever you're deciding to listen to this. Our main topic called relationships pending. 
So I kind of wanted to start this off. Basically, we're just going to talk about relationships, what we've been into, what we've been like out of. I know some of us have experienced trauma here. You know, I think I think all of us here probably experienced a little, trauma. Bit, of, a little bit of trauma. <laughs> but first, I just want you to kind of reintroduce yourself um, and just say you kind of your, your status right now, what you've been through. So I'll, I'll kind of go first for the example. All right. <clears throat> so obviously, Beto here talking. Y'all already knew that. Um, already and knew. basically, my relationships <laughs> have always been, I've been in one serious long relationship that was about like two and a half years long or a little bit less than that. I, uh, yeah, it doesn't doesn't really matter. It was a while ago. Um, the, that happened, that was like two years ago almost now. So I haven't been in any serious relationship for two years. Um, had like little things on and off there. Um, like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's just been like more recently just a very solo dolo type finding myself for the past two years after that relationship. But that's kind of where I've been at. So what about you? Okay. Eliza, so, my bad. Um, Elisa. 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 It's okay. Elisa. 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 <laughs> God. Um, so... It depends what you consider serious, right? Um, what do you consider serious? I think people confuse, I know we're going to get into this, but confuse serious with a label. Um, so my last labeled relationship was the same as you, like maybe two and a half years ago. Um, and I dated him for four years. So it was very serious, but it, it went from high school into adulthood. So there's a tricky, it was a little tricky going from being children together to being adults. Um, currently, I just got out of like a year and a half long situationship. Okay. Um, situationship. So I don't want to like, because we never had a label on it and it was kind of a roller coaster. Um, I wouldn't say it was the most trauma <laughs> I've ever mm. been through, <laughs> but it, it was difficult. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, it's really hard when you're, going through heartache or heartbreak and you never really dated the person you never really that was never really my boyfriend but you still grew a connection with that person, right yeah. and that it's one of the uh strongest like adult connections i've ever had um but i got out of my four-year relationship and i went right into dating someone a lot older than me and i thought that was going to heal me and fill the void and obviously didn't and then when i got out of that i got into my next situation so it was very messy um so, yeah. So now I just know that I have to be alone and kind of just get back onto positive vibes, positive energy, finding yeah. myself again. No, I feel that. I feel that. And what about you, Flo? Um, I just got a relationship like a, maybe a year ago now. Mm -hmm. And that was my longest relationship uh, for five, four and a half, five years. Mm -hmm. And like same situation when, uh, with you. I, I dated her from high school going right. into college. And that kind of like you know like you said growing up together and like becoming adults from kids it kind of like makes things difficult sometimes especially when i was in college and she was in high school and i was away and like she sometimes they don't understand mm -hmm. but like you know you try to go past that but you know things didn't work out we you know we ended things and uh yeah so for the past year now i've been doing a lot of self-growth you know you help me with that yeah i meditate now you know i do things on my own so it's kind of just been like a solo adventure for myself as well Wow, so I I, th I think we're all kind of like on a, on a almost similar level playing field right now. Mm -hmm. I've been so I think the first thing I'll get into before we start getting into some of these questions that we have up here, um, kind of the process from where we are right now after our last serious relationship. Mm -hmm. So for me, like I said, my last serious relationship was 
two years ago. And um, it's funny because that actually was a switch up from high school into college. And then we broke up in college, which is, um, I mean, it, it just happens after a while. And I think for a long time there, um, and this is probably something I'm going to say a lot during this conversation, but self-love is so fucking important. It's yeah. one of the biggest things I learned from like being out of relationship, learning my mistakes of what I did in the relationship, like and actually owning up to like, if I was a shitty person, what did I do? What could have I could have I, like what I could have done? And like also like what am I going to bring to my next relationship to make sure those things don't happen? Because either way, I think regardless, like things always are going to go wrong in a relationship. Well, not wrong, but you're always going to be tested with something, you know, something's always going to come and test you. But it's about, I think, figuring out and accepting the wrong things you did before and trying to grow from it. So um, let's let's take it back. So. Two years ago, breakup. For me, it was like the worst time in my life. Like literally, like um, we broke up. Uh, we we had we had like a, a little falling out like before the breakup. I think that's how all breakups usually happen. You know, like I think like a month before, you know, she was telling me like we were getting into a lot of problems. You know, a lot of arguments, and she would literally tell me to my face, she's like, "This is what you're doing wrong," mm-hmm. and it would literally go in through one ear and out the other. Right. And it's literally like I was in such. I was in a deteriorating state and she was actually, I think a little bit more in the up and up, or at least she was in a level place. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. But, um, so from there, the breakup happens. I'm completely lost, completely lost. I'm depressed. I just start drinking like crazy, smoking like crazy. Like I didn't know what to do. And, um, I think two days after, uh, I hadn't talked to my therapist at that point in like two years. Wow. And I called my therapist. I'm like, yo, listen, I don't know what's going to happen with me this next month. I don't even know if I can make it till tomorrow. Like, I need someone to talk to. And from there, it was kind of just this big process of finding out what I did wrong, accepting what I did wrong and learning. And so the next year I was kind of like actually from. So we had broken up at some time two years ago at the end of August, almost beginning of September. And so from September to December, I completely went sober off of everything. No drinking, no smoking. I started working out a lot. I started doing a whole bunch of stuff. But I realized it was just the beginning of a process yeah. that I'll go into. Because honestly, like, I think for a while, like maybe two months after, like I was still doing stuff to kind of go back to the relationship Mm -hmm. that's that's what what a lot of people do yeah and i think that's the natural thing to do you know what i mean like after after the relationship was up i was kind of just like okay how am i going to fix myself so i could get back what i had right then i think that's the first step it's denial almost you're denying that it's over Mm -hmm. i forget there it's something that my therapist told me it's um it's the stages of grief. Yes. It's a yeah. denial is one of Five? the first yeah. stages. It's seven stages seven. of grief. Oh, seven, seven. Seven. Uh, it's a dabda. So denial, da, a, anger, bargaining. Depression. Depression, dab, depression and acceptance. Yes. Right? So I went and through. And guilt. Guilt mm-hmm. is one of them. Where's the other two? Um, Someone pull it up. <laughs> so, but like I was saying, you know, I was going through all this stuff uh-huh. and, you know, I think I was really just like until December is not when I, fi- I like around December of that same same year is like when I finally found someone else to kind of be my friend for the time. Right. You know, and kind of like kind replace. of fill the void. Yeah. Fill the void. Because honestly, like that's that's I think that's how you feel at first, because, you know, like when Do you, you want me to read the seven. Stages? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. OK, so your seven stages are shock, which also goes with denial, um, anger, bargaining, 
suppression, testing, and acceptance. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like, you know, all of those stages right there is, like, I feel like I've went through. Right. And and sometimes you take a step back, and it's insane For because sure. as soon as I, like, like, let's say, like, three weeks after the relationship was up, right, and I was still super sensitive to shit, you know, like, I was, like, um... Like, I felt like I was ready. You know, three weeks out, I was like, yo, I could go back in this. I know everything I did wrong. Like, safety, yeah. safety, safety. Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah. let's go to it. But um, for other reasons, you know, I just, we just couldn't conversate at that time. I mm-hmm. couldn't reach out. Um, and so the next two years until, like, the present was all about just learning self-love. You know right. what I mean? How to love myself, you know? And I went through, like, extreme changes. Even right now, going through, like, a stream change of body. Like, when, when I, when she had broken up with me. I was probably 268 pushing around there. I was a heavy set dude, yo. I was not healthy. Like I look at videos back and when I like I used to post up these videos on Instagram of me singing and stuff like that. Like my double chin, like hanging down. Like you could tell I was just unhealthy. And I had this nasty mustache <laughs> that no one told me to say. I, 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 right, I Flo, told you. Flo told me to say it, but you. I just thought my mustache now I fuck with. But my mustache. Well, yeah, back clean. Then, before it was like all lines. Yeah, it was like, I didn't yeah. mind it. Yeah, it was You're it was a liar. it was it was I. Was I? I'm not a liar. <laughs> but um, as she says, smiling yeah. and smirking the I'm not a liar. I'm a liberal. Don't kick me off the <laughs> liberal liberal liar. <laughs> what if it was possible to get your local fresh groceries delivered right to your front door? You could learn how to shoot half-court shots off a trampoline with all that free time. Well, Instacart gives you unlimited grocery deliveries for one low monthly fee. Way better than those other guys that nickel and dime you every time you use their app. Forget that one ingredient you needed to make your favorite dish? Instacart can deliver it to you in as little as one hour. You can shop multiple stores, see deals in your area to help you save money, and every item is hand-selected by shoppers based on what you want. Always picking the freshest produce, and they will keep your eggs safe too. To start your 14-day free trial and free delivery on your first order over $35, follow the link in the show notes to let Instacart know that we sent you and to help support the show instacart never step foot in a grocery store again but um you know going from um there till now you know it was just a big process and up and downs you know what i mean and there was never a moment where i was like i need to get into another relationship because something that was big on me was that like i couldn't take anything serious until i found my love for myself first yeah and that that's kind of what i stand on by today and i think it's my biggest lesson today where it's like you know you can't love anybody 100 percent if you don't love yourself absolutely it's huge i agree with that so that's kind of where i'm at now and then when this year started off you know like that end of the year worst year of my life Mm. i've been through a lot of shit this year you know Mm -hmm. what i mean with the passing and everything even with all that shit happening that shit built me the breakup right. built me into the person who I am today because mm-hmm. it gave me the opportunity to reevaluate my whole life, mm-hmm. my whole life. Yeah, and up until you like, needed to go through that. Yeah. And like, you know, like between the breakup and today, my dog passed, my mom passed. You know, I went through a whole bunch of shit. I lost best friends. I like I learned people in my life who were snakes. Mm-hmm. But in every hurt that happened, every hurdle that went through that, I just became like a better and better like person. Mm-hmm. And I was able to be more accepting to where the point where like, you know, like when my mom did pass, like I was so OK with it. And it was weird for people. Yeah. Like, people would be like and it's so weird because, you know, like I'm not trying to dive into another conversation of like the weirdness of talking about death. But like, you know, like people are just like, oh, how are you OK? And I'm just like, everything in this 
because life happens for a reason, you know? Everything. But your mom also taught you that lesson. Yeah, my mom was very spiritual, and that's how I kind of got into, like, you know, more spiritual. We talked about a little bit with astrology and stuff, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, I've just been, like, so open to anything happening in life because after that breakup experience, it made me realize that, like... Nothing's permanent. Yeah, nothing's permanent, and I could get through anything. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You have love for yourself. You have the right people around you. You have positive energy around you. Like you know, it's it's good, and that's how you know we got started with this podcast. You know, like how I had the ability to even get through this, and that's where I am today. You know what I mean? Now I'm kind of looking for a relationship, but we'll get we'll get we'll get into that (laughs) you know a little bit later. But how about you, Liz? Tell me tell me a little bit about your journey from seriousness to yeah. Um. So my four year relationship was definitely. How I learned to be a girlfriend or a partner in general, um, like I like we were discussing before, I went from being a child. I started dating him when I just had turned seventeen. Like, I mean, so young when you think about That's it. That's a case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lo- <laughs> looking back <laughs> on it, like I was young, and he just had turned eighteen. He was just starting college. I was a junior. Like it was just you know. Looking back on it, I don't really think high schoolers should even date (laughs) that seriously. Um, But it was such a learning experience. And um, although we both made mistakes in the relationship, um, he was the first person that showed me unconditional love. And I'm very thankful for that. He is still to this day just such a warm, open person. Um... And you don't experience that a lot with men, or at least my experience. Men ain't shit, apparently. <laughs> no, I don't think that's true. I try not to believe that, even when I'm real mad. I'm trying not. <laughs> I try not to be like men ain't shit. You know what? That's what's up. That's what's you up. You know, because I, I think that man ain't shit. You know, that person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who hurt me ain't shit. But not men in general. Um, but he was just this warm, open person. And yes, we had a lot of miscommunication. Um, there was a lot of lack of trust because he did some things that, you know, I, I lost trust for him. But we were so young. Like, yeah. how can I, ha- you know, I think back and I'm like, how can you ask an 18 year old who's a freshman in college to commit? How can you really ask for that at that stage of your life and expect him not to hook up with the pretty girl that he is in class with or works with or whatever? And, I had to, I didn't understand that until after we broke up. I think the issue with our breakup was that I accepted our breakup two years before it happened. So two years before we broke up, my sister was getting married. And the night before she got married, I read messages in his phone. And I should have never done that. And I said, I don't know how I'm going to bring him to my sister's wedding. I don't want to go alone and, you know, this and that. And um, I ended up letting it go. But I had accepted in that moment, he really doesn't want to be in this relationship as much as he lo- he loves me as much as he possibly can, but he doesn't want to be here. So I accepted it then. We dated for another two years. So when I broke up with him, I was so ready and so done with it. And he was devastated. And it hurt me to see him that devastated. But I was like, I've already processed this. I've already said to myself, you know, you love me as much as you can, and it's not enough for me. Why did you guys date for another two years? I didn't want to be alone, Okay. to be quite honest with you. I was so scared of being alone, and that goes to, like, I, I mean, have, y- y'all started when you were, like, 
yeah, you know, kids. So kinda, like, and at together. that point, I'm turning 21. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, why am I going to stay with him? You know, it was very selfish. It was a very selfish thing. But that night that we broke up was our four-year anniversary. And it happened to fall on Thanksgiving. And he did, once again, some sneak shit. And I said, what am I doing? You know, like, why am I doing this when I've already accepted that this isn't going to work? And so we ended. And from there, I took, you know, I say I took time for myself, but I really didn't. I uh, start, I, like I said, I started dating this guy who was a lot older than me. He was nine years older than me. And I thought that was going to solve my problem. I said, I'm so much more mature. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I wasn't. You know, I thought I was. And you, did you feel like you were just kind of reaching for something kind of to fill like what we talked yeah, about? Like the void? Definitely. Um, I don't want to be, I'm, I was very much on this page where I was like, I would really rather not be alone. Mm, and so yeah. I just started dating the next person and he was somebody that was available. Um, but was he really, <laughs> you know, like he wasn't actually available for me. And it's stupid to think that a 30 year old and a 21 year old can mix well, can really date. We had a great time. He showed me what it was like to be 21 and go out and, you know, what it was like to be spoiled and taken out to dinners and stuff. But mm. we weren't. There's like a We connection. weren't on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? I get that. And we'll come back to that to that loneliness thing because like yeah. that's something like even today, you know, I, 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 I'm dealing with. Yeah. But before we get into that, Flo, let's, let's, let's hear about you. Okay. Uh, so like uh, you, we, I dated somebody right out of high school. Uh, I met her my senior year. She was a junior. Uh, dated through most of college. And then we kind of started drifting apart when she was in college because she was taking a major where it took just more time that we couldn't see each other. In the beginning, you know, I was always like, you know, it's okay. We're not going to see each other. You, you get through it. But mentally, you're you're like the person you're trying to be with forever. You know, you miss that person. You want to be there. Right. And it's just like legit times where it's a no. And you don't see him for like, I, I think there was a point where I didn't see her for like maybe like three months. While you were dating. While we were dating. Because, oh, hell no. Because <laughs> I, I was in class, you know, I was doing my thing, and then she was in school, and, like, with her degree, you know, it just took a lot of time. So it was, like, three months, and, like, we we just texted, and it was, like, I feel like I was doing long distance, but I lived, like, 15 minutes away from her. Right. So it was, it, it, emotionally, like, it, it really hurt. So, you know, we drifted apart for a little and then came back and, you know, tried to work things out, you know, for a while when it was going better. And then, you know... I've made mistakes, she'd made mistakes, and it kind of just, like, showed that the relationship wasn't wasn't right for each other. It was, like, it could have been, like, at that moment, it was, like, right person, wrong time. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, oh, maybe I could just, you know, take a break and, like, grow. But that never really happened because we never, like, really separated until right. last year. And then we were, like, you know, she, she came over one day, and then we kind of sat in my room, and she just told me that she thinks, you know, maybe we should end things, you know, for the better just because, like, it was getting really toxic. And instead of, like hating each other for breaking up we kind of just like mutually said okay you know it's not the right time so we broke up and then in the beginning it was like i was doing everything just to get her back like i was working on myself i was like you know like you did and like you know i'm sure everyone does like Mm -hmm. i'll fix this i started working out more i lost weight you know i was i was like all right this is for her you know i just want to fix this because this is the only thing you knew for so long so you're so you're comfortable with the situation you don't want to lose it because you don't know how it's going to be in the real world again so for a while, I was doing it for her, and then um, actually, I had a conversation with uh, Beto, 
And I was like, bro, I think I'm ready. And it was like maybe like a month. Yeah, I remember that. And I was I like, I was that. like, I'm ready. I was like, I'm ready. I just want to get her back. I'm gonna take her out. You know, I'm gonna do this. It's like, and he really just like, you know, if honestly, most of my like growth and re- relationship stuff like that came from this kid because he just <clears> went through it for like two years or a year and a half at the time. Yeah. And he really told me like, like he just he it's not. It was never like, oh, you have to do. It's more just guidance, and it made me right. think because he's really big on like just making people think. I'm always, I'm always like, you know, you gotta provoke thought in people. Yeah. Because you know? at the end of the day what you decide to do is most likely what you need to learn. You know what I mean? If you are like, okay, I'm going to ask her out and nothing I say, I'm not here to change your mind about stuff. I'm just trying to make you process it yourself. If you can't process that you shouldn't talk to her anymore, then guess what? You probably need to go talk to her. So then either one of two things happen. Maybe it works out and I was wrong. And trust me, I would love to be wrong in, in a lot Absolutely. of these situations. Right. But most likely than not, if it was toxic and then you're going back, guess what? You're going to have to yeah. live through that toxicity you, you again don't, and grow. You don't grow in the environment that was toxic mm-hmm. exactly. most of the time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Flo, you know, like, um, uh, I'm going to let him finish this thing. But, you know, I told him, like, right after, you know, my breakup, I was, like, alone for, like, yeah. up until, like, December of that year. Um, up until December that year, I was completely alone. Like, I just, like, I was completely in school. Like, you know, Florian was doing it. Flo was doing his thing. You know, all of my close friends were doing their thing, and I never felt more alone in my life. But within that alone time, I had grown so much. And, like, you know, I had told myself, there were multiple times I looked at my phone, and I was like, I'm going to text her. I'm going to call her. I'm going to show up to her house. At the time, like, I knew where she worked. Mm -hmm. So, like, I was like, I'm just going to pull up outside of her car and just wait for her. You know what I mean? And, like, not with any bad intentions, you know. A lot of it was because I needed closure. And in my situation, um, I mean, we could save this for another podcast to say, like, how we deal with breakups and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But in my situation, I never got closure up until, right. like, this, like, today. Like, I never really got the conversation that I wanted, mm-hmm. you know. But I had grown so much, and I'm proud to say today that, like, I, I, I don't need it anymore. I've really found peace and self-love within myself so much to the point where like I had accepted because um, the day the day that uh, my relationship ended was the last day I ever talked to her. Wow. We did not speak one word, not one text, nothing for two years. Crazy. Nothing. So it was it hurt. It hurt a lot. So of course. I, it was just thrown on all my shoulders. And I was telling Flo, you know, Flo was saying, like, you know, like after a month, he was like, you know, I'm ready to go. And I was like, I did the same thing. I did the same thing where I was like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. But anyway, Flo, you were you were saying sorry for cutting you off. Man. No, you're good, man. Uh, so, no, yeah. So I was actually I remember the place I was actually bring, dropping him off at work. Uh, when he was working at Cinnabon, because I, f- I forgot why he didn't have his car at the time. And I was like, yeah, I was telling him the whole situation. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna do this and this and I'm ready to do it. And then he just, like he said, you know, he just told me, he's like, bro, really think about this. You know, you should, because there's like, he taught me that there's a difference between change and development. And for a long time, I was like, you know, you know, I hear him. He's like, yeah, change is change. You're still like changing, but like change is temporary. Mm -hmm. Development's forever. It's like change, like pretty much your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So it took me a little bit to realize that. But then when he talked to me, I was like, you know what? I'm not ready. I yeah, was like, absolutely. You're gonna make the same mistake, even if it's for her. And so, for the longest, I was growing just for her. Right. And I was like, you can't grow. That's a huge together. mistake. Yeah. You have to grow for yourself. So then, the rest of the year, I pretty much, you know, ups and downs, and I just said, this is just for me. Everything mm-hmm. I do now is for me. So I would say, from then till now, I changed as a person. You know, I developed as as a self. Like I show self love to myself and stuff like that now. And uh, you know, yeah, now now it's like really just. T- if there's like a time and place or there's like a, 
a perfect moment where I find a relationship with anybody than it is. But I'm not like, that's not my 100% focus now. It's yeah. like just me being me. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, that's, and, you know, going, going into that, you know, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the loneliness after. Yes. Because that is something that I am dealing with so hard today. Mm -hmm. And then after this, we could go into like actual dating and trying yeah. to find out of the, getting out of the loneliness. Sure. But for me, I found um, a friend. I mean, like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say a friend. You know, I found, I found, I found, a girly friend? Well, I mean, yeah, it was, it was a girly friend, but it wasn't my <laughs> girlfriend. But like, I'd say, like, in the year that that breakup happened, at the end of the year, like, I found like somebody who I was interested in, right? Okay. And, um, we, I, I was interested for a long time. Like, we were hanging out and stuff like that. At that point, I felt like I got into like a friend station and okay. I, I got into myself. I made the mistake of having feelings for someone. Then I admitted my feelings to her. Then she was like, I'm not with that because I'm not ready for a relationship. But you're a great guy, you know, all of this and that. And I was like, all right, bet. So this is just a waiting game then. Because if you're not ready, that means one day mm. you're going to be ready. And, you know, um, she taught me so many things. Mm -hmm. Like she actually helped set the foundation of who I am today. And I'm forever grateful for that. Um but honestly, a lot of it was kind of just filling a void for me. Too. Yeah. And even with being a friend, had being in that friend relationship, I wasn't ever like I was always like, oh, if somebody else pops up, you know, like I'll, I'll, I'll get into it, you know. Yeah. Um, but having her in my life for that time, it, it was it was cool. Um, but I don't necessarily agree with it as much because I felt like it. I think every case is kind of different. Some people could give you a lot of things. Um if they're set in the right if, if if you're in the right setting for like for this example like i was alone for that first three months after the breakup completely <laughs> alone that gave me so much time to actually learn self-love to the point where i felt so good that when i first got feelings for this girl at the end of that year like i was like okay like uh, maybe this could work right. and then i tried to work it out and i think for six months we were kind of just chilling talking i said my feelings she said no blah 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 mm -hmm. I waited and then we were friends for like another like year or something like that or or, or half a year, eight months, mm -hmm. or whatever it was. But um, when we were talking at first, like she opened me up to a whole new level of like just thinking because yeah. in this universe, I'm very spiritual and I'm like, everything happens for a reason. She was the exact opposite of the girl who had left me. The exact it opposite. It always happens that way. So like everything I wanted in my ex she had but at, at the same time it was kind of like vice versa because everything i kind of like liked in my ex this new girl like kind of like didn't fuck with so mm -hmm. but like it, it it gave me like a whole like new way of like thinking about stuff and like i said provoking thought and to me mm -hmm. at the time like unfortunately like i don't want to say like maybe i was like more advanced in like this breakup stuff because none of nobody who like was close to me actually had been had going through this so this was kind of just like you know new new ground for me so letting her into my life and provoking thought within myself she provoked the most thought and that's why i kept her around for so long because it was just yeah. like i kept growing and growing but when that growth kind of finally stopped excuse me i kind of was like it's time to like let go yeah know? um but yeah so like now i'm kind of like back at lonely city and <laughs> it's weird because like these past couple months i've just been so fucking alone yeah <laughs> so, fucking alone. <laughs> so, <laughs> so something something that i've found is there's a difference between being lonely and being alone and i think it's a big deal that people you know 
I think lonely is temporary. Um, and you have to fight through it. So, you know, my thing with my last situationship that was on and off for, like I said, maybe a little over a year. Um, every time I was lonely when we weren't together, he was the person that I like hit up. And he hey, would always answer. I miss you. Mm. And he always answered. And that was the problem. Um, but it was temporary, that loneliness. I was never really alone. I had great friends. I have a great family. Um, but I had this void that, I don't know, I, I like to be in a relationship. But for some reason, I felt like I needed to be in a relationship. So it was this temporary feeling of being lonely. And eventually, I got comfortable in the discomfort of it. Um, eventually, I was like, I don't need to talk to him all the time. I don't need to fill my void with him. I'm going to go for a hike. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go see my girls. And that's how I filled my loneliness. And that's why this last time that it's ended, I said to myself, okay, I can do this. You know, I, I've, I've come to realize that loneliness. Like, yeah, last night I was really upset and I felt really alone, but I, I didn't call him or I didn't text him because that's not the answer. You know, like I was saying before, you don't grow in the environment that was toxic. You know, the, you can't plant a flower in bad soil. Um, so I wasn't growing there anymore. Um, so, yeah, in the beginning, like you were saying with your friend, like he did. There was a lot of provocation, like a lot of great conversation, whatever. But once it starts dying out, that you you have to be comfortable with that loneliness and that discomfort and realize, okay, yes, I'm lonely, but I'm not alone. Hmm. And how about you, Flo? Um, in the beginning, when I was, like, doing my own thing, I kind of just jumped around a little. I met new people, and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I had my fun. Stop you was a hoe. No, hey, hey. <laughs> no, we don't promote kidding. that here. No comment. Relax, everybody. No comment. Every fucking, yo. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, anyway. You know, I met new people. I, I, they helped me. They, a lot of individuals that I met showed me like different aspects of how I could live. Like I started going out more because of them. You know, I was kind of shelled in, and I, mm -hmm. it branched me out. Mm -hmm. And because um, you know, like when I was growing up, I was always shy. You yeah. know, I didn't. I wasn't really good at meeting people. And then uh, after the breakup and meeting these people, it really it just like made me grow in my yeah. own certain way. So everyone had their own aspect of like helping me grow. You know, from good or in bad. Like I, uh, I could meet someone and then like. Um, it just it wasn't right, but now I know I don't want that. So okay. I kind of taking my own learning experiences from each person, and uh, you know I I made mistakes even like during now where like you know someone caught feelings, you know I, I you know, whatever let on whatever, and then like kind of like you know you hurt the person, you know you feel bad, but you got to grow from it. So you know I learned like I said you, I learned from my mistakes, I learned mm -hmm. from what people have uh, what I've done, and um, I learned also from Beto that. Uh, you got to keep yourself busy, keep your mind working yeah. and stuff like that. So I started, you know, I started boxing again. I started uh, picking up hobbies. I started reading a lot. Um, and then I'm, honestly, this podcast was a big idea of mine that we finally uh, brought into a uh, real life. And, it, you know, also an activity that keeps, you yeah. know, focused on something important and still helping you grow at the same time. So mm -hmm. that's where I am right now. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting what you just said, though, about, you know, I made a mistake. I led someone on. I think that's the probably the biggest problem with our generation is that 
there's it almost seems as though there's always somebody who's let on and somebody who's not into it. Do you yeah. do you notice that? There, nah, that's that's definitely how I. I, feel. I think ninety percent of the time, like both people aren't a hundred percent invested in something, or like I'm like, oh, he was just my friend, and he was like, yeah, I was in love with you though, or vice versa. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely, definitely. Like definitely. Th- this last person, the situationship, I was so in love, and he was like, mm. I can see it working. Like he didn't really, you know what I mean? That's like I'd be mean, like, yeah. "Hey, I love you," and he'd be like, "Cool." <laughs> like, you know? Oh, you dropped like the L word. Oh well, yeah. I mean, it was good for a year though. I different. done fucked up with the L word though. Yeah, I'm very careful with that yeah, word. I could, I could drop the L word easily. I love too much. I love uh, me too. I'm such a lover. I, love, I mean, I, I could say it. I'm ruled by Venus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> the love planet. Yeah, she was talking about this before, Flo. Come yeah, on. I know she said it, but I still don't. Flo's drunk, guys. <laughs> no, <laughs> nah, but I, I definitely feel that. I kind of, um, kind of, kind of took that personally there. Which is just like, oh <laughs> no, but me, but I went through it too. No, 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 you, you good, know, you good, you good. this, yeah, this yeah. last ending Rough. of my situationship, Rough. he literally said to me, he was like, "I feel like we're better. We have a better friend vibe." And I was like, I'm like, to- yeah, it killed me. Mm. And I'm like, I'm totally invested and in love. And he was like, nah, like not even not. He was like, yeah, I have feelings for you, but <laughs> not love. <laughs> you know, what's funny. Like I kind of found myself in that same situation with like my friend sationship. But right. how that ended up was completely my fault. Like okay. I, I, I would take I would take. 100% of the blame for initiating. Okay. And then I would take like, I'd say 50-50 for letting it go on. Because... But you you were holding on to something that hadn't happened yet, right? I was holding on to something that I, th- that I thought, thought would could happen. happen. Yeah. Right. And I had put my full faith into it because I had already been like... Like this, the, I I think I like to be honest. I felt like I fell in love. You know yeah, what I mean? or you were I, falling in love. I was falling in love, and he was and in denial too. Like we all told him, we talked <laughs> about I mean? it. But. Yeah, like all all my friends were telling me they're like, bro, like I don't think I don't think you should. And I'm I at the like to be honest, like till this day, a hundred percent, I believe that no one could understand. Mm-hmm. Like. Me and that other person's relationship. Yeah, I feel that. 100%. You know what I mean? Like no one will understand fully and people could think about what they want to think about the outside. But mm-hmm. no one knows how it was in the inside. You yeah. Know? And with that being said, like I don't hate the girl or anything like that. No. Like, like, you know, like uh, we recently stopped talking because in the same sense that you said, like there's a point where you realize, you know, like that learning that you know like that back and forth kind of ends Mm -hmm. and then when that ends you know then it starts becoming like you know for me i needed to move on and kind of branch out to different things because in that situation like i still wanted it to work right there there were like some days where i woke up and we'd be talking or something and i'd be like this is literally like the girl for me yeah and then there's other days where i was like this would never work work. this would never work and it hurt me and it hurt me and um you know at the end of it all you know like i was kind of just like i if i'm ever going to open myself to other girls Mm because the the world is huge you know what i mean like whatever people whatever special label people want to label under relationships i feel it less like i don't know if 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 this is a big word difference here but like it's like your your relationship 
that you had or that you have isn't special it's unique you know what i mean okay and it's like whether that relationship that you're in like is it like no relationship should be too unique to leave if it's ended up being toxic for you you know what i mean um like don't get me wrong like my 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 long distance my long relationship that i had my se- my last year's relationship mm-hmm. like i used to like think back to it and i was like yo nothing will ever be like that again i will never love like that again thank god and you know like yeah and honestly like thank god <laughs> yeah because, you know like, what i mean i was so fucked up and it was like but like that relationship like wasn't special because i know i could have that same not same relationship but i could have those same feelings for someone new there's so better like, this world is so big but that relationship will always be unique right you know what i mean she was my high school love you know what i mean mm-hmm. like we were really at a point at <laughs> sometimes in a relationship funny enough being said because i look at back at that and i'm like jesus christ i was so young but she was yeah. like you know she's like i could see you being the guy i can marry right and i was like i could see you as the girl i could like you and she, we talk about kids and i'm like 19 yeah. like 20 yeah. years old yeah. and Isn't i'm like holy shit yeah you know what i mean and, and, and sure. I'm, I'm 22 now and I'm, I'm looking at it i'm like shit i don't want to have kids until like i'm 28 yeah. you know what i mean and th- there was some girl that um i was i was like supposed to be talking to and she she was just about to turn 30 you know what i mean i'm okay. 22 she's about to turn 30 and she's talking about yeah so like should i freeze my eggs what or like the you fuck? know like how ready are you to have kids <laughs> and i'm like i like i barely do my own laundry bro it takes me like yeah five days to fold my clothes there, <laughs> i mean i think i think i'm about to turn 23 and there's part of me that's like i'm so young and then there's part of me that's like, what? Like, I'm going to be 30 in this many. Like, that's what I said. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm definitely caught in the middle of that. I'm, I'm like, okay, the next person I talk to, I'm going to tell them up kids. front. <laughs> I'm going to tell them up front what I want. But is that fair? Like, is it really fair for me to put onto them? Pressure. Pressure. Mm. When like, I mean, so it, it's difficult. And that's why, like, I brought up dating in your 20s because Mm -hmm. it's just not it's such a hard situation oh yeah you know and even going into that yo like how i feel i always say this analogy florence heard me say this analogy a million times i love my analogies bro because they get me (laughs) through life Um, (laughs) florence knows that but like for me how i see relationships because no i don't think it's bad for you to be like this is what i want and know what you want Mm -hmm. but I think people are too crazy. They they don't know what commitment looks like yep. and what it actually means when you are committed, committed to something because I don't think I don't think commitment is real commitment until you put that ring on the finger. That's yeah. that's what I think. So you know what I, mean? I think that's that's a big deal in our 20s too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but um I think a lot of the times the guys that I've dated um, in my 20s, they want the benefits of a relationship. So the dates, but they don't want the, the cute commitment. things, but they don't want the yeah, commitment. They don't before. want the label. Yeah. Um, How do you, you feel know, about labels? <laughs> um, I don't, you know, so the guy that I dated that was nine years older, we never said to one another, we're boyfriend and girlfriend and he never asked me but when we'd go out and his friends would be there this is my girlfriend elizabeth you know this is elisa she's my girlfriend Mm -hmm. whatever and i was like whoa you know because i was young-minded and i was like you never asked me to be your Uh, girlfriend (laughs) um but now as i've grown up i've found grown up i'm so ridiculous um but (laughs) as i've grown right i've found that 
I don't know how important labels are. I don't know if they're important. I think what's more important is that that person is committed. Um, I think if I'm going to really date somebody, exclusive being exclusive is yeah. a big deal to me. Um, I don't know how, like, I don't know if I really need somebody to be like, will you be my girlfriend or you're my girlfriend? I'm comfortable with knowing and being confident that I'm his girl or whatever, but I don't know. I don't know how I feel about labels. And I think part of the reason I don't know how I feel about it is because society has changed how I feel about it. In what way? I just don't think it's common. You know, it's not how, I mean, Unless the person's been going out for quite some time, how often do you hear like, oh, this is, you know, my new girlfriend, my new boyfriend. You don't hear it a lot anymore. You hear a lot more of my man who's not my man. You hear this is my girl. This is my boo. But you don't hear a lot of girlfriend, boyfriend. Yeah, I guess. I mean, how I feel about labels is like um, as long I feel like what's really big with a lot of aspects in life and especially when you're talking to someone or committed mm-hmm. and not committed or whatever is communication. Yes. yes. And yes. Um, yeah. nailed it on the head, bro. And uh even like with the person, like like say uh you you know, you guys hang out all the time, you go out, you take her out, you do all these things, you meet the family, or like, like you do some cool like some serious things, but like you come down to the conversation about labels and it's like you both are okay to have a good time, enjoy each other's presences and you know Casually date. Ca- yeah, but like no label. And But like, now are you committed to that person? See, I feel because like if you're meeting my family, <laughs> it, okay, mm. okay. Well, well, there's like a, uh-huh. I don't know. I feel like there's like a, there's a fine line. There's well, a fine line. To my everything my last situationship, I met his parents by accident. They well, weren't supposed to be home, so I don't think I would have ever met them. Well, I don't. Yeah. Well, that, do you see what I'm saying? I understand what your point is, and then I, sh- <laughs> I just feel like every situation is different. I think. I think. I think. You should have. I'm going to elaborate for you. I'm sorry. But like the, it, yeah. the, the communication part. Absolutely. So I don't personally, I don't think labels are important because yeah, at the end of the day, if you guys understand yes. what you guys are doing well, yeah. and it makes mm-hmm. you feel more comfortable to not have labels yeah. because you might be scared of commitment or you're scared of like what or that label not ready means. For that you know what I mean? Because right. yeah. like, I think like, for example, I'll give you an example. I had this boy in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he found this girl, lovely girl. I love her. I love her to death. Um, when they first started going out, they were exclusive to each other. Okay. He wasn't talking to any other girls. She wasn't talking to any other guys. She actually had just gotten out of a relationship, I think, over like four or five years, like serious, serious relationship. And then she just met this, my, my friend, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it was difficult. I think it was would be really difficult to be like, hey, this is my new boyfriend. So for a yeah. long time, she was like, that's my man's, you know what I right. mean? Right. Like, I'm going out with my man's, this and that. And, I, and I'm telling him, I'm, I'm looking at my boy, I'm like, bro, y'all are going out. Y'all are exclusive. Y'all are dating. He's like, we're not dating. That's just my girl. That's my man. So, and I was yeah, like, that's, and I was like, that I don't understand. Okay, so so here's where I was kind of agreeing with it, where okay. I was kind of accepted it. Because I was just like, all right, that's your man, but 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 y'all are boyfriend and girlfriend. He's like, no. I'm like, okay, so y'all are boyfriend and girlfriend, just not calling a boyfriend and girlfriend. And he's like, mm, and he didn't want to agree with it, but that's what it was. You know what I mean? They're boyfriend and girlfriend. They're just not calling it that. And I think they just weren't calling it that. And I think everybody, like Florian was trying to say, like they have, it's a case to case basis of right. why, what reason it was. So I think for in that 
set in in that like situation it was because this girl just got out of a big relationship mm -hmm. she didn't want to like you know like call anything serious yet. yeah although they're already acting like that they were basically enjoying everything right and but you can like say that's dating you should be able to say i'm dating this person you don't have to say this is my boyfriend this is my girlfriend but to say you're dating are you guys going on dates are you guys having sex see the thing is the thing is so yes they are dating you right know what i mean they just don't call it that but you can date more than mm -hmm. one person. You can be casually dating. The thing is know? that they, they, they didn't want to be dating other people. They were exclusive to each other. So basically their <sighs> girlfriend. So basically it's just really, I think it's just for their mental peace. Right. You know what I mean? It's really to them. Less and stress, to be honest, yeah. It's nobody's business besides of their course. business. You know, Well, that's what I was trying and to say. Like, it's like, yeah. a, it's like, yeah. In the end of the day, it's it's between those two people and yeah. how they feel comfortable. Yeah. You know, as, like I said, as long as the two people are on the same page, labels mm -hmm. aren't important. If they mm -hmm. both agree, it's like, oh, we don't need a label. We're just, you know, we enjoy each other how we are. We know how it is. You don't need to explain to everyone else who's outside. Yeah, of, who of cares that about what anybody else thinks? Exactly. Yeah, because it's it's like for me, I when when he was going through this, and I've seen a lot of my friends go through this like label thing. You know, like, but I see like that they are very exclusive. Mm -hmm. Like, if if that person started fucking somebody else within right. this little like mm -hmm. like mental agreement, agreement right. yeah. it, they would fuck everything up you know what mm -hmm. i mean and then people are like oh no but like you know like um a, a guy's excuse or a girl's excuse always in these situations like oh but we weren't officially dating you know what i mean and i was like such a dumb there's still an emotional attachment yeah. right. like an, an emotional commitment but I, an emotional I mean commitment. i think because it hasn't been in certain cases if it hasn't been communicated it's like a weird fine line of like well that's why i say communication this, this gray important. area is i think where our generation gets fucked it's a difficult conversation to have yeah. but you know what it's like with the, the problem is with these like you know situationships mm -hmm. or whatever yeah like there needs to be a constant communication there right and a lot of people do not like having that conversation yeah they like living in the moment they like assuming stuff mm -hmm. you know what i mean they're like oh we're good right now he's not seeing anybody i'm not seeing anybody you know like we're just enjoying we're, we're, we're it, enjoying yeah. our thing right. why ruin it with the conversation yeah. but the thing is is that conversation is not ha like held it's, yeah it's and like something yeah. happens then and all then of a sudden like you know right. so that, that's what happened like i like i was always afraid to have the conversation because you don't want to ruin what's going on mm -hmm. you know like mm -hmm. you just said it happens with a lot of people but the girl, you know, she just said we both agreed to be open. Just tell, even if it bothers the person, just tell them. Yeah, just let them know. So it's just like, you know, once she said that, you know, I was like, you're right. So everything, there was a problem, you just tell them. And then, you know, you mutually can agree to how to resolve it and stuff like that. It's never going to be awkward if the person cares. Right. Now, let me get the guy's perspective of something. So say you have this kind of like unspoken relationship, like, how you're describing your friends basically were um and you guys know pretty much you're exclusive um you're only seeing each other only sleeping with one another so it's pretty important to you right mm -hmm. and then somebody else gets thrown in the mix whether it be the girl's side or the guy's side you know there's somebody else the person the other person's talking to mm -hmm. um what's your take on that like so for me personally it happened I questioned it. I was told it wasn't happening. And then I just kind of did some research for myself and figured out it was. They always find out. Yeah. Let me tell you, everyone listening, girls always find out. It's very true. That's true. Okay. Very true. That's true. Um, so, like, what? And then when I, I approached the conversation, I'm like, here are the facts. It was kind of like, well, we weren't really together even though we kind of were, but we weren't when something happens. So it 
doesn't matter. Like what, that's where I think the importance of communication comes in. Well, my take on that is that when you are in these situationships, you know, like you're taking a risk, you know what I mean? And people don't realize that. Mm -hmm. And then do some situationships end up as relationships? Yes. Yes. If they work out perfectly, which is like what nine times out of 10, they don't, there's always some bumpy road. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean like, again, like my, my solution to that is communication. And unfortunately, if you're not willing to have that conversation somewhere in between where you feel confused or you feel uneasy, mm-hmm unfortunately and this this is shout out to any of the girls or any of the guys that go through this it's partially your fault it's not right. just yeah, the yeah. other person absolutely fault. everything in these type of like situations jesus christ saying that word so much yeah uh, do me a favor take a drink every time i say situation <laughs> um, i got you but um <laughs> you know when when you get into these things like you know you, you're taking a risk and it's for all the boys and girls to know that it's 50 50 right. if you're deciding to stay within that environment absolutely. and it's uneasy and you're choosing not to talk about it yeah what the fuck can yeah, you expect? You, and then if, if you cho- if you're choosing to try to talk about it and the other person doesn't want to i think that should be your wake-up yeah, call yes, your eyes exactly. and you know what i mean right. and for a while for me personally i would stay i would stay i would stay and I'm not just talking about this last situation. I'm talking about a lot of situations. I'm I'm somebody who takes a lot of shit before I'm finally like, okay, poor I'm Elisa. done. Right, mm. poor Elisa. <laughs> no. Um, and so finally, I was like, he does not want to have this conversation. He does not want to be with me. What the fuck am I wasting my time for? And I was fighting for something that wasn't going to happen. You know? So... I think that's a big deal too, as being the one who was doing the communicating. If the other person is unwilling, then get out. Just, you know, unfortunately, that becomes toxic too. Yeah, and you're taking a risk. You're literally putting yeah. yourself in the position where it's like you could get anything could happen. Mm-hmm. And like like I said, anything can happen. It could work out. Right. It could. But when it doesn't, then why are you surprised? Yes. You know what right. I mean? mm-hmm. Why are you surprised? And why did all of a sudden, oh, that guy was and toxic. And that's, oh, that's where it's on you. Mm-hmm. You can't be surprised at the end. And of course, there was times where at my fault, I was like, I don't understand. Like, you're not, like, you feel this too. No, no. He, he from the beginning was like, listen. He, he set some rules up, some guidelines. Yeah, we had, we kind of had this weird, like, knowing of we had both gotten out of things we were filling the void but then it became bigger than what it was then we start traveling together we start doing things together and then you're like all right we're seeing each other exclusively but we're not saying that yeah you know mm-hmm. and then it gets a little tricky and people will always find a reason to cop out and justify what they did yep. wrong. Yeah. they will always will but that's a human nature that's not that's the hardest thing to do is admit your fault yeah yes and that's i'm really big on that you know yeah. what i mean because even like like, you know, when we were talking about, like, that, my situationship, whatever mm-hmm. that I got into, I own up to it 100%. Right. Because there were parts that I fucked up. You know what I mean? Same, There's for sure. There's parts that I fucked up and not now, like, I'm paying the price for it. You know what I mean? But yep. it is what it is. It mm-hmm. is what it, it, is, what it is. is. So I kind of wanted to get into a little bit more outside of all the pain and suffering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're talking about that we've been through. Mm-hmm. Dating today. Um, you know, I've done a lot of talking uh, recently why don't flow you take take the ground for this how do you how do you approach dating today like what is your experience with dating today you know what i mean like just just open floor open floor. dating today um okay so i feel like a big thing nowadays is apps 
Yeah. So there's like Bumble, Tinder, uh, Hinge. Uh, Hinge. Oh. If you're, you know. Why'd you make that noise? Oh, because we just, I'll, I'll get into it. Yeah, okay. we'll get into it. I love a story time. <laughs> um, and there's a you know, grinder for people who have, uh, who, who are gay or whatever. Yeah, I just, I'm sorry. <laughs> grinder's lit, yo. Not that I've been on it. He's been, he's been. <laughs> 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 we got her to spit out her drink, everybody. Woo, round of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Lisa. Joke of the day. <laughs> nah, but He's actually been on Grindr. He's yeah, actually been on crazy. Grindr. I love the gays. I, I haven't, I haven't so been, do I. I, I just don't know why he said that. I haven't been on there looking for anything, but I mean, like, I went on, I forget, I think I was in high school, and this was, like, when Grindr just became popular. Yeah. And, like, um, there was this girl I was talking to. I thought she was mad cute. And then, like, she was, was on Grindr? No, 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 sorry. There was this girl I was in high school with who I was talking to, and I was texting her. And she was like, you won't make a grinder. And I was like, <laughs> you dare jam. That's the one thing. Like, Beth, though, is like, if you say you won't do it, he's going to do it. Yeah, so yeah I, like, I know. I made the whole I grinder. I made the, like, my name and everything. You put a dick pic out there. If I, you guys could find not. it, let us know. <laughs> no, yeah. <I> <laughs> Tag him below. <laughs> but it was, it was mad funny because, like, when I made the grinder, like, it went straight into, like, it was, like, user 0001 or shit mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But that shit was low-key scary because you had to put, like, your location and everything. Yes. And as soon as I joined, bro, I had no picture, no description or anything. Somebody asked. <laughs> asked me they were like um i forget what the saying was they were like they're like um stats i think that's what it was oh yeah it was like stats stats Men's and i was like so so stats mm-hmm. for men is like isn't that like your height your, your height uh, like you're a basketball size, player you know, <laughs> no literally like, it's like the espn page if you're like a bear or like a <laughs> i've heard that because I, I, a I was, bottom or a top yeah, bottom or a when top. i was in college i was friends with someone and i he didn't tell me he was gay because he was like some big you know uh-huh. brawling dude and <laughs> one day i actually walked in on him <laughs> no he wasn't <laughs> oh i walked in on him and this like skinny little guy cuddling and i'm like oh snap my fingers and walked out and then he pulled me over and he's like hey man i got something to tell you i'm like i clearly know you're gay mm-hmm. he's like yeah they call me the grizzly bear and stuff like that i'm like whoa That's dope. so he kind of explained to me what it was so like if you're a big hairy guy you're like a grizzly and then if yeah, you're, you're skinny or something like that something like that but but you were talking about dating apps oh yeah so dating apps you know i've <laughs> when i when i first you know broke up and stuff like that after a while i, I tried dating apps you know, you met you meet some interesting people there. You know, I, I met definitely you, do. you met some you meet some people that you, like you, you really like fucks with and you like they're really cool people you keep them around as friends afterwards if they want to and then like sometimes you meet people that are just, like freaky. And like hmm. I don't know if you know the for the listeners who were listening to Kinky Business, I met that girl who had the daddy kink. Yeah, she was off of Bumble and god damn, that's when I deleted Bumble. I was like I can't do this Bumble, anymore. Okay, so Bumble is the one where the female approaches the male first. Yeah. yeah. That's when I was feeling okay. lazy, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I honestly I had like hinge and tinder for maybe you had hinge yeah so he had hinge and we fucking it, it was so stupid why I liked I thought hinge was more appropriate than tinder tinder was like you all fuck and hinge was like I'll I, take you on a date I, <laughs> I, I agree I agree with that sentiment but I think the concept okay, of hinge wait, is first weird. off shout out to hinge's podcast they have a podcast now and I think it called it's called dating sucks Shout out to them because I listen to I listen to their podcast because nice. mm. I've been I've been trying to get like more into the dating world. I mean, shit, it's been like two years for me. Like, yeah, gotta get my gotta get my mojo on. <laughs> but um, but uh, you know, no one heard. That. <laughs> when, when, when I was on Hinge, it was just really terrible experience for me. It was like one, it asked you for a lot of information going into it, which I didn't care yeah. about, and it had like these cool little like you know like ways of like interacting, like you pull like a little caption, pre made caption yes. on your picture and stuff. I thought it was really cool. Um. All the girls that I got on my like page yeah. were either like fake escorts or Uh-oh. it was like 
just like not like I feel like girls I just didn't connect to at really? all. Really? Because I, mean? I I had a better experience on Hinge. Not that I have ever actually gone and met anybody I've mm-hmm. met on a dating app. Because oh, I have. Are I have never. Um, probably a little bit. Yeah. But I also would be on it for like two weeks and then you would get, get bored. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I was like, this is disgusting. Or <laughs> <laughs> like, like some of the men are really gross. Yeah, I never had um, Tinder because I couldn't use my phone number. Oh. Because he was using my phone number. That's true. I got banned off of Tinder. Um, yeah, so he had to use my phone yeah, number. I got banned off of Tinder because when I was in my long relationship, I was like, I'm never going to have to use Tinder. So I was always like trying to make jokes and shit. So I made a Tinder account for Jimmy Neutron. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> and I was like, I put Jimmy's old pictures. I'm I put dead. Cindy in there. I was like, this is my bitch, Cindy. And then I was and like, we're looking um, for a threesome. Yeah. And I was like, yo, if you get with me, I'm going to have to blast. Like, blast. like and it was hilarious. Yeah. It lasted like maybe like 10 minutes. Yeah. The joke. They banned I, like Because they banned they me straight like, away. Not. And then like, I actually, when I finally was ready to go dating like i was like oh I'll download tinder or whatever mm-hmm. and i tried i i like tried to log in and it wouldn't let me and i was like oh damn i'm still banned after all this time yeah and um i emailed the people and i was like yo like <laughs> can i have my like i was just yeah. stupid or whatever give me a second chance and they were basically just like no you have to email our manager and then you have to oh get approval too much work. Like, i'm not doing yeah. that stuff bro i'm just gonna use my boy's number <laughs> so but i think dating apps now especially because of the pandemic yeah it's people big, are big definitely thing. using yeah. them more yeah and i think christian mingle oh plenty of fish Mm. I've never tried playing farmers I've heard, only. I've heard, I've heard, oh, hey. <laughs> I'm like, real quick, let's just go through. So, we talked about Hinge. You said you had a good experience with Hinge, right? Well, I mean, good enough that good I enough. chatted with some people and gained some Instagram followers. That's lit. That's <laughs> yeah. lit. I, I didn't have a good experience off Hinge. I know Florian didn't have a good experience Hinge. on Hinge. Um, I did use Tinder for a bit. Um, and then I think we're going to finish off with Bumble because okay. that's what I'm kind of using now. But okay. with Tinder, I I like Tinder was cool because it was it was like very much a thirst trap. I feel like it like it's more for hookup. That's yeah, what I say. Know, it's just a hookup app. And I didn't I didn't like think that's really what I wanted. It's kind of still what I don't want. Mm-hmm. But like I was going through it, but it made me feel like shit, yo. Did it really? It made me feel like shit because I mean at the time where I was using it, I was a lot more heftier. It's before I lost all the weight that I did. And now. People are like, fucking rude. Like, and people are, are rude. Are they really? Yo, hell I don't know. I never had. See, it. I. <laughs> I've never I didn't really experience that and I think girls don't I know it sucks but girls don't experience it as often as guys do yeah, we're so quick to be mean to you guys yeah cause I, I remember okay like there, there's this there's this one girl <laughs> there's this one girl I remember going through Tinder mm-hmm. and like it's some guys they just be like swiping left and right or whatever they don't yeah, give a yeah, fuck yeah, like, they don't love they, I, I look you know what I mean I don't know apparently yeah, that's not I think that's, what that's you're not supposed a popular thing to do apparently you probably just, not on Tinder yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I just like, I literally was thinking about like, yeah, dating. You know what I mean? Not just yeah. like hookups. So I was reading this girl's profile and like, I realized like we had so much in common. I was right. like, her music taste, you know, she didn't live too far away. You know what I mean? Like we were both very spiritual. And then it was just on the caption. It was like, it was like, if you're not taller than five or like, if you're not taller than five, seven, like fucking kill yourself or some, some oh, like that. You know what I mean? I was just like, <sighs> is height such a big deal? Not to me. Well, you're tiny. I'm, yeah. (laughs) So I'm 4'10. So if I said to a guy, (laughs) if you're you're under 5'7, kill yourself, that would be so hypocritical. Big facts. Um, You can't even go on some roller coasters. Shut up. (laughs) I know. I have to put my hair in a bun to reach the height limit. So so has Tinder treated you like, you know, I, I haven't been on it in over, oh God. 
like a year and a half. So I don't really know. I'm not. I, I yeah. I think you're the only person who's been on Tinder. Recently. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't even that recent. Oh, maybe it was. That, yeah, no, that was like February of this year. And that was February of this year. I was on Tinder. Yeah. I just deleted it because I, I just felt like it was toxic. Yeah. And then I was on Bumble for a bit. But then, like, at that, like, right when I was getting off of Bumble, like, back mm-hmm. in February, like, I was going through, like, you know, physical changes, you know, like, yep. started to lose weight and everything. So I deleted everything because, again, it was kind of like another process for me to kind of clear my mind, find yeah. more self-love and all of that, which, I, you know, I'm still working on right now. But I recently got on Bumble again. Mm. And I find it a little bit still difficult because now, like, I'm on an app where the girl's supposed to approach you first. But I don't mind being the first one to say what's up. You know what I mean? I really don't mind doing that. Um, But this app doesn't allow you to. I'm not getting back on Tinder. Hiddens was a bad experience for me. And I think, like, it's weird right now because, like, going back into the topic of loneliness, Mm -hmm. you know, like, right now in my life, you know, like, it's, I guess it's, it's kind of a special situation for me because, you know, like, um, my female figure in my life was my mother. Right. And like after, you know, she left, you know, it's like I have no female figures in my mm-hmm. life. And then I did have that situationship I was in. But then that unfortunately kind of like I realized that I could no longer be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And it was the hardest thing to let go. It was right. the hardest thing to let go because I knew it was the right decision for me. Mm-hmm. You know, so then I let that go. And she she for a while after my mother had passed was my female figure who I could run to. Mm-hmm. And now, like, I have nobody. Yeah, I think I think men forget that they do need some sort of female energy. Yeah, for sure. And, I, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying for it to be a woman. Like, sometimes you get female energy from a man. But whatever the case may be, I think... This female energy is we we provide that nurturing feeling, that caring feeling. <laughs> Sorry, Flo just Captain Morgan. <laughs> just took a big shot. <laughs> um, but I think guys forget that sometimes you need that. Yeah. Um, whether it just be a friend, a sister, whatever it might be. And you know, I find my problem right now is that it's just been so long. Mm-hmm. that like i don't even know how to how, start how to start yeah you know what i mean and it's so weird because i feel like so many girls right now mm-hmm. or at least the ones who like are i'm around that i talk to don't like i i for me i love myself i mm-hmm. think i'm attractive you know what right. i mean I, I still has i still have work a little bit of work to go i'm a little bit of a chunky guy but like i feel Smart like that's love. such that's such like in our t- age that we're at right now like mm-hmm. a lot of girls like don't give a fuck they're very i found that girls are very straightforward i mean in, at least in my yeah. experience like i'll put myself out there i have a great conversation but like even getting the opportunity to have that conversation, just the opportunity, I find to be the most difficult thing ever. Yeah. Because a girl will just look at me and she'll be like, oh, that man doesn't look like what I see on Instagram or some shit like that. Okay, and so like, yeah, that mm-hmm. is huge. I think because we have it so feasible and so easy and you're swiping on Instagram and you see someone who looks better than you, you know, physically, not that they are better than you spiritually mentally anything like that you see this and you're consistently comparing yourself and you're constantly saying oh well there's better looking people out there that i could go out with right you know like but 
they forget what's on the inside a lot of the time. People don't have a and, conversation. And, and that's it's, a big deal difficult. with it's these difficult. dating apps. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's crazy because, all right, I'm going to put Flo on the spot here for a second. Wait, wait. I'm going to put Flo on the spot here. <laughs> no, no, we're about to cut because, all of this. Because Flo, like, I think since, like, you know, like, he's, like, finally, like, you know, gotten out there and, mm-hmm. and given chances, like, he's had, like, like amazing opportunities okay. that come his way, right? Mm-hmm. And... He he needed he needed like he wasn't ready 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 for those opportunities right mm-hmm. and um I got to meet you know some of some of these you know like females Ooh. and they they like literally like amazing fucking people uh, okay uh, so are you saying amazing people or they were bad bitches no like they, no like they respect were, they, they, <laughs> I, no, honestly first honestly, of all they can be both exactly honestly but we're talking about like personality okay so, okay but that's on, what on I want to know on a funny side. On a funny side, both. But nice. on, on a serious side, Thanks. like no, like, <laughs> on a serious side, like I was just like, wow, like this is someone who I would want to talk right, to. Right, right. Like that ass, like I'm about to fall for my fr- for a girl that like my friend is talking to. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's crazy. Um, and I was like, Appreciate damn, it. like I can't, like this man. Like Flor- Florian has gotten so much. Like he's worked on his body. He's a he's a good looking dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, mean I, like, I love you. Thank I mean, you. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll kiss you right now. Stop yeah, gassing him. Thank you. Right Don't now. give him a bigger head. He's already <laughs> Leo. I'm a Leo. He's a Leo. <laughs> but like you know, like Fl- Florian <laughs> is probably like in the best shape that he's ever been in his mm-hmm, life right nice. now. And um, a lot of that comes with like easier opportunities. Where I find I myself say like easier, easy. I'm like careful I'll, 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 I'll leave it as like you know like I, I think the girls like give themselves like a little bit more open to, right. the, to the idea of like well, anything you know yeah I think women are quicker to look on that the outside first some men are like this too but I found with at least my girlfriends like they look at the outside and then they decide if they're a nice person yeah whereas I'm not like I'm like can I hold a conversation with you? I don't give a fuck if you look good. And I met like, people like that too. Like there's, like, there's the one girl who, you know, she, I asked her, I'm like, if I look like this, would it matter? And she was like, no, she's like, she got to know me before she really cared. I mean, maybe it was a lie, but like, I, right. I believe that it was like a, a connection through personality than looks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so weird because like, you know, the last time I felt a connection besides my mother who would always be like you know like oh you're the handsomest guy ever right. like, thanks mom you know whatever but that means the um, most honestly yeah. yeah but like the last time i had a girl made me feel like she loved the way i look or it didn't mm-hmm. matter was when i was in my serious relationship okay you know what i mean um and at this point it's like yeah i'm working on it it's a process you know what i mean but i find myself mentally so infatuated with the thought of i need to lose weight just to get this opportunity and it's funny because going through that mental block right now is kind of making me want to turn into a hoe because i'm just Mm. like there's no fucking point to this bro there's no female out there right now who and then it's funny because all the girls i talk to about this they're like no 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 oh my god it's about the inside not the outside blah 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 and then like it's funny because i've talked to multiple girls right you know like it like like the Jokes on you, he is a hoe. You know, like I've talked to, <laughs> I've talked to multiple girls, and like you know, it's funny because it's either there has to be. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out what what's not working. Is right. it me who's not ready for a relationship? Is it the girl? Is it the way I look? Because every time I go into something, it's like I start talking to this girl. We make a good connection, you mm-hmm. know, like, and it's always she's like, oh, it's not you, it's me, you know, and then it ends up being like, all right, we connect in this, we connect in this, we connect in this. You're looking for a relationship, I'm looking for a relationship. 
So like, what really what, is it? What, what we're, we're talking like, and then mm-hmm. like, I confess. Right. And I'm like, well, what am I doing wrong? And it's mm-hmm. not like, this is not just one girl. You know, this is the past like three, four girls I've talked to. Wow. And I'm just like, and now like, it's like I'm losing faith. Mm-hmm. And then I tell them my frustrations. I'm like, yo, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to fuck around. You know, like that's yeah, what yeah. other girls like be, being, um, seem like what they're getting into. You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. then it's like, it's not until the guy who fucks around. I mean, and this is, like I said, this is just like what I've been through and going through right now, but it's not until the guy who's like a fuck up, you know, fucking around doing all the shit, who's not ready for anything. Yeah. And this girl throws himself at him being like, yep. oh, you know, like I'm looking for something not serious, but stable. Right. And this motherfucker's not stable. And she's, th- and then that girl gets fucked up because the guy's not she stable. And then she's like, is he talking about me? She's like, she's like, She's like, Which she's one like, of us? She's like, wait, wait. She's like I'm not this like guy. that at all. She's like, she's like, fuck this guy. You know what I mean? I'm just saying in general. I'm just saying like no, what I've experienced I, around the people uh, I've been I, around. And and you know like they're like they're like fuck this and then and then the guy like you know they're like fuck all men and all this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like why are you saying fuck all men, bro? Because I'm very sure I have. Yep. And I, have I said this in the beginning. Like, yeah, like, it's not fuck all men. It's fuck that man. Mm-hmm. You know he broke my heart. He destroyed me. <clears throat> but you guys didn't. So how can I say fuck all men? Um, and that, that's something that I've always done. I never let my past situation affect the next one, which I think is a big deal for me because I've noticed a lot of people have those trust issues or whatever it is, or they go after the guys that are, that suck and they don't care about the nice guys. Unfortunately, my problem is I fall in the trap of the guy being nice in the beginning Mm. and then he turns into the bad guy because he's like, Oh, this girl's going to do whatever I want Mm. because they find me being the pushover that I am, the the Libra that I am. Uh Liberals. (laughs) (laughs) Liberals. (laughs) Um, They find that they can be mean and they can be that guy. Um, So that's something I have to work on Mm. (laughs) dating now. So real quick. And just so we could wrap this stuff up because we're nearing the end of the podcast. Um, what is one thing that is the biggest thing you've worked on mm-hmm. since that, you know, like since you've gone through like anything? What's the biggest thing that you've worked on that you're succeeding in right now? And what's something that's like your biggest thing that you are need to currently work on right now? Like what's your success and what's your the thing that you need to work on right now that you find in yourself? Um, I could go first. Um, I think my biggest success so far in my journey is definitely my self-love. I've never loved myself more in my life. Awesome. So, I mean, like, it's it's an incredible thing. I think where I what I need to work on right now is I think just my ability to actually say, like, how I feel about things. Okay. And actually kind of prepare myself for, like, if someone does come into my life, like, how the fuck am I going to react to that? Like, right. I, I feel so unprepared for that. Mm-hmm. But that's what I feel like I'm kind of need to work on right now. Okay. So um, we'll move to flow real quick. Switch it up. Uh, I would say the biggest change was probably me just voicing my opinion and communication because I was very shy and never wanted to say it. Like, I always wanted to make sure the person was happy and not me. But now I'm just very vocal. I always say what I, what needs to be said, even if it hurts the person. And the thing I need to work on is probably uh, just not a... Uh, I would say, I don't know if it's called, like, time management, but, like, kind of just not, like, putting myself out there too thin where I can't yeah. handle multiple things. Mm-hmm. So I think that's all I got to work on. Okay. Um, I would say my success is how I've grown 
when it comes to being that crazy girlfriend. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I definitely was. I lacked the trust. I wanted to be with them 24-7. Shout out to you, y'all. I respect yeah. that. I respect and I, that. you guys have seen me as that crazy girlfriend, um, yeah. for yes. sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. So um, I've definitely grown since then, mm -hmm. and I've become my own person. I've become independent, and I don't rely on my relationships to mold who I am anymore. So that was a big thing for me. Um, so I think over the last two years, that's the biggest thing. Um, what I need to work on is my kind of unrealistic view of love. Um, I'm very much the second I really get attached to somebody or I like somebody, I'm like planning my future. I'm planning things out and I don't even know where they're, they're at yet. So I learned that in the last situation. Um, I just have to be, and even when I was questioning it, I wasn't getting the answers that I knew were true. So I should have known that then. So I blamed that on myself. Um, so that's what I have to work on. Just making, being a little bit more realistic in love. Mm. Oh, I'm, I'm so proud of cool. you. I'm Thanks, so proud of you. Guys. And that brings us to the end of our podcast. If you made it this far, let love come to you. And if not, at least on you. Hey. I love you, Bertha. <laughs> <laughs> a big virtual hug to everyone listening. Thank you for listening, enjoying, and supporting our content. Alyssa, or what's what? Alyssa. Alyssa. Liz, uh, do you have anything to say? Plug. Well, thank you guys for having me, for being your uh, first guest. Yeah. Well, our first full, full, full guest. Full guest. Yeah. Tenth yeah. episode, yo. Yeah, Tenth yeah. Episode. yeah I feel very <laughs> special. Thanks, guys. Um, my Instagram is alisa.mish. Um, Mish. Mish, M I C H. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, Thank and you. you can go check her out. We'll definitely have her posted up. And she'll be, you could look in our uh, show short, notes. Sort, yeah, our show notes and also our short list of uh, followers that we do have on our Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we'll grow so, it. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll grow. We'll yes. grow slowly but sure. So, but make sure you also follow our Instagram at AO Chill Podcast and my social at B E T O underscore music. And you can follow me at flow u08 underscore and once again thank you all for listening to the ayo chill podcast we'll see you next week <laughs>